You know how we are always doing this recommendations? Oh, shit, I haven't done them. What, you haven't listened to them? No. Call me back. What were they? Call me back. What's going on? Du, 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 du. Get the crowd pump. He's doing the Awuga sign like John Fashionu. Oh, guys, episode 47. And you know we belong together, you and I, forever and ever. No matter where you are, you're my guiding star. And this is Be There with Belson. I am Dan. This is my co host. He is now my co host. Co host. Well, a co host, I believe, or my. Right my junior gavin and he is ready to rock the party to rock the party yeah wow um uh, i don't know that i'm ready to rock a party no. on, a, on a monday evening Oof. not on a school night not on a school gone. <laughs> did they ever happen no not really probably <laughs> um anyway welcome back everybody as always pleasure to have you with us um dan how are you well, I'm well, but now I'm wondering what was the better show, Home and Away or Neighbours? I was almost, I mean, I'm going to say I was a Neighbours guy. What about theme tune? What's better, Home and Away or Neighbours? Um, I can only think of the Home and Away song now. Neighbours, everybody needs good neighbours. I'm going to go Home and Away. Oh, so it balances out. You can watch the intro for Home and Away, then switch over to Neighbours. Everyone's happy. <laughs> oh dear anyway so you're all right what have you been up to are you okay should i ask that yeah you probably should have but you went on about Moving on. Instead. remember isla fisher she was in home away she was there were many people in these shows they were not going in hollywood she is in hollywood remember pugwall he was in neighbors i mean if anybody remembers pugwall uh other than me and you oh people remember Matt, really? remembers. Matt remembers. <laughs> Everyone loved a bit of Puggle. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting show. Um, what have I been up to? Well, I haven't been watching Puggle. I've just been ticking things off my list. I've been playing golf. I've been making the hummus that I promised I'd make. I've been writing stuff down that I can't find anymore. I've done it all. <laughs> I've done it all. So ticking all my boxes apart from the national anthem, which I refuse to do until my nation is better. Wow. Do you not think it could be something that could inspire the nation, maybe? Oh, it's too late for that. We need more than that. We need a miracle. Did you watch that David Attenborough program? Uh, what, the, the one about the world, basically? Yeah. Why does he give a shit? Have you dead soon? Well, I mean, we, we had a conversation about David Attenborough during the week when he joined Instagram and instantly basically got over a million uh, followers. And I I said to you about it, I said, what are we doing wrong? And you said, he'll be dead soon, so who's the real winner? <laughs> yeah, oh shit. And he's got a gammy eye, I noticed as well. Has he? How old is he? 212, isn't he? I, he's in his 80s. So. Yeah, I thought he's older than that. Is he? I don't know. He's old. He's fucking old. And he's trying to save the world. Leave it, mate. We fucked up. Let us all die. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? It's, 
I saw something that said that how arrogant are we that we consider it the end of the world, but the world will go on. It'll be better without us. We're yeah. the... I also saw a thing that in the Bronx Zoo in the, I think, I can't remember when this was, it might have been the 50s, they had the, an exhibition which was the world's most dangerous animal. And Batman. Oh, human. It was a mirror. It was a mirror with a human. It was a mirror. A mi- just a mirror, not a mirror with a human, because that's the window. It was a mirror, you look in it and you're like, it's you, you bastard. Yeah. And then, like the lion and the giraffe and all that, they'd go off to Madagascar. Is that that one? Um, I think you're mixing a couple of things up there. But... Confusing though, isn't it? Real life and movies. <laughs> Real life and cartoons, very difficult. I can't keep track these days. All right, so run us through some of the stuff then. So where do you want to start? Hummus? Made the hummus, Big Al's recipe. It was a delight. It was uh, quite garlicky. Maybe I overdid it on the garlic. Ooh, couldn't get rid of that for a while. But it was nice. It was nice. How about this way? I posted this picture on Instagram. Loads of likes because the vegans all fucking like that, aren't they? Anyway, regular contributor to the Instagram, a vegan hop, said she doesn't like hummus. I did see this. And she doesn't like avocado. What does she eat? I have no idea. You're vegan. Don't like those two things. Forget it. It's not for you, love. Just die in the corner. Um, well, I mean, Big Al did, did ask me how I enjoyed the, the hummus. Um, Got to be honest, I didn't get a taste of that, did I? Nah, it was a, it was a very much a one-day thing. I wasn't sharing it out with people. Bash through a few crackers, tried to take a nice picture for the gram. Moved on with my life. <laughs> Never gave it another thought until now. Fair enough. Fair enough. What, um, have you done anything with your life? Not really. Cool. No. Moving on. Yeah. No, uh, kind of a quiet week for me this week. Um, uh, so I was out feeding swans the other day. <laughs> okay. And then along the canal, these four Canadian geese see what's happening and they've flown down skidded to a stop on the water oh yeah and then they're they're all over it they're loving the bread probably killed them or something i don't know how it works anymore anyway i've come home i've told my wife the exact same thing i'm feeding swans for canadian geese come down she says to me how did you know they're canadian (laughs) and i said because of the accent (laughs) she gives me some gems sometimes i tell you bloody hell they said a boot that's how i knew (laughs) A shout out to our Canadian listeners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Winner Tote, that's not a place. What's the place? Was the most recent one. Um, but yeah, that is <laughs> that is quite something. Um, good. Um, do you want to know about my sporting week? Well, I know a little bit about your sporting week because uh, you played uh, golf with our father. I did indeed. It was a Battle for the ages, true classic. It was a draw, wasn't it? Ending in a draw, yeah. I played a poor tee shot on the last, and he's taken advantage to sneak a draw. He responded well under pressure. Fair play to him. It's a pressure putt, and he took it. But I'll tell you what, for people, right? This is a nine-hole course, so tight between holes, it's ridiculous. Two, like, there's four kids playing in front of us. I say kids. I'm very old, so they're probably early twenties. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking shit at golf. Twice, they've managed... So they're a whole head. They've hit their ball onto our green. Twice. <laughs> First one, the guys hit it into a tree and it's bounced down onto our green. Better than our tee shots. 
Neto, he's just somehow chipped it onto our green. In a shot that was all of 20 yards. <laughs> and while that's happening, another guy behind us has whizzed one past me. No shout before. I've bloody felt the wind. It's, I've had to had to matrix it. It was it was quite hazardous. I tell you what. But I will say this: Bob has the oldest golf bag in the world. <laughs> what is going on? Get a new golf bag. That that blue one is it? It's like a purpley colour. Yeah. And on it, he's got a thing from Kenilworth Golf Club or something. 1986. <laughs> Fucking hell, get a new golf bag, man. Has he still got the ball cleaner on it? I didn't see the cleaner of balls. The cleaner of balls. Um, he told me about it, and he said uh, it was a bit warm when you played. It was a hot day, last day of summer. He said you were sweating like a pig. <laughs> And uh, he has his water with him, and he offered it to you. And you said, "He said, would you like a drink?" And you said, "Yeah, but I can't, can I?" Wouldn't I? Wouldn't touch it. Wouldn't touch it for, for all the tea in China. And then you rehydrated with some Guinness. <laughs> in my defence, he forced that upon me. Really? Didn't even get any nuts, though, did he? No dry roasted nuts. Oh. oh, always. Whenever I, whenever I've played with him, I always make sure I get some nuts. Dry roasted pea. Um, just regular sorted, I think. Mm. Dirty boy. <laughs> and and I'll tell you what else I did. Old school thing this week. Up oh, from football. Old school got a dead leg. <laughs> you don't get them much these days, do you? We did. No, that's true. We did play football again, and we played with like seven aside, which was uh, new for us. Everyone wants to play now. Everyone wants to play because they can't do anything else. And so, when are we playing this week? On a Friday evening, because nobody's got any lives anymore. I cannot believe that. I thought there'd be people like, I can't do Friday. You know, I'm out, I'm out on the discotheque or something like that. But no, everyone's available to play football on Friday nights. Yeah, it's, it's a sad state of affairs. It gave me a whole new respect, though, the dead leg for the football manager. You know, when a player gets dead leg and they're out for two or three days, you're like, what are you talking about, a dead leg? No, I, I respect that now. It, it hurt quite some... Well, two, three days, maybe four days even, I could feel it. I mean, yeah. Shall I tell you something I did do this week? Or it's actually something I saw this week. I've got a couple of things that I did see. But um, did you see a, a very good TV show's back on? Uh, uh, Ed Stafford's back on. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Did you, did you watch it? I did. Annoyingly, the recording ended before the show, so I had to then download it again. Uh, I was going to say, I can tell you who won. Yeah. Um, for people who don't know, this is Ed Stafford, first man out, where he basically goes into the wilderness to take on uh, some sort of wilderness expert in a race to a certain point. They get dropped in some hostile environment and they have to get out of there. That's basically the show. Um, but it it doesn't sound like much when I say it like that, but it's quite the show. Yeah, it's good. They're very, in, they know what they're doing, that's for sure. Yeah, they're making that resin stuff and like starting fires with their pubic hair and stuff. It's mental. I made a knife. Yeah, I'd be dead within an hour. Guy guy killed and ate a snake and then wore it as a headband, which I thought was a bit much to be honest. Put the blood in his face. Ooh, a little bit mental. A bit of an odd character that one. Yeah, I don't think I'd last very long. I'd desperately be saying to the producers, you've got to get me out of here. I'm fucking shitting myself here. I'm dying. I'm well hungry. I'm thirsty. I don't know what I'm doing. It's so cold. It's so cold. You've got to help me. I think I saw a snake. A pissing snake. What do you want me to do? 
no choice. Uh, but yeah, that other guy made a, made a trap. It didn't work. Like nobody, nobody, you didn't catch anything with it. But like, it was this bow thing that like triggers a sliding door. Like I can't make anything. No, I wouldn't have a clue. But I'd, I'd probably eat the wrong berries and go mental. <laughs> That'd be funny then. Could it'd be a good watch? Um, yeah, because they've got the guy. They, the guy's got them on the uh, tracker, on the GPS tracker. It'd just be watching me run in the wrong direction, naked or something, <laughs> <laughs> just screaming. Uh, I wouldn't watch that. Not if you're naked, unless they're blurring it. Well, uh, like naked and afraid, or uh, whatever, where they do. They are naked, but it's just constantly blurred, or they wear a little satchel. <laughs> that sounds rubbish, like Japanese porn. I'm not watching that. It is one of the weirder programs. They so they have two people. They don't know each other, and they have to like survive for a week or something. I don't really know the concept, but that when they meet, it's like a man and a woman, and they meet for the first time. It is just full of awkward hugs, like the "Don't let our genitals touch" hug. <laughs> Oh, don't get an early boner. Oh, God. K- kicked off the show 10 minutes in. He's got a boner from a hug. I was just trying to see what time it was. <laughs> You've used that excuse before. You know what you're talking about. I don't think I'd do that either. No. I don't think I'd do any of these shows. If, they're, if they ever ask me, I'm out. Well, I mean, that one, the Ed Stafford one, I think you have to be some sort of survivalist or Ed Stafford. Um, Not Ed Stafford. The other one, I think you'd have to apply. Nah, not for me then. No, probably not. not a quiz show in a TV studio, I'm not interested. Yeah, well, I keep saying I'll, I'll have a look and see what, what's uh, recording soon and what they're looking for people. I'm sure tipping points going for applications again. Oh, that's so easy. And that Danny <laughs> Dyer shows back soon. I clearly didn't get on that. Uh, Love to see Danny Dyer. Yeah, did you see he called uh, Oswald Mole? Uh, Oswald Mosley and Mel today. People are going mental for that. <laughs> well, something about this. I didn't read the story, but it sounds about right. It sounds like Danny Dyer. Yes, it does. Um, was he, of course. Do you want? Do you want a weird story? I heard. Well, I, I, I read this week, but it turns out this this story is from 1993. Oh, is it about when Arsenal won the FA Cup and League Cup double? It is not. Late Night Linegan headline. <laughs> that sounds disturbing. <laughs> it's not a predator. It's not a predator. It's just a predator in the box on the night. No, so let me tell you the story. So in 1993, American federal agent, agents were tipped off by a Miami area prime, primate dealer that officials from a Mexican zoo were interested in purchasing a gorilla. Um... And he was uh, the director of zoos and parks for the interior state of Mexico. He was looking to spend $92,500. Good to know what a gorilla costs, I think. Uh, which, um, when this was written, works out at about $150,000 now. That's a fair price. That's about his money. About his money, yeah. Um, so basically... The Toluca Zoo's gorilla had died and the powerful governor of the state of Mexico wanted a replacement quickly. So it's you can't do this, basically. You can't traffic endangered wildlife. Um, so they set up a sting. And they meet the guy and they say, Yep, yeah, they set up sting. Um, 
and they say, look, you know this is legal, right? You can't, you can't do this. this is, uh, but we'll forge the stuff. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know it's legal. It's all good. I'll pay you the money. Um, rock up with. They get a, the gorilla carrier thing. They rock up with it. What they've done is they have put a man in a gorilla costume <laughs> in the back. Brilliant. So they open it up, and this is this is the um, the the bit from the, the suspect, a Mexican zoo sheep, fell for the ruse. U.S. agents arrested him on charge of violating the U.S. Endangered Species Act. That was that was surprise number one. Surprise number two: the gorilla got out of the crate. Of course it did. It's a bloke in a gorilla suit. <laughs> it's probably hot. At which point, Mexican zoo chief Victor Bernal freaked out. He screamed. He ran. He even tried to jump off the plane where the crate was stored in Miami's, in this Miami airport. We kept telling him, "We're police. We're police." But even after the agent took the hood off, he couldn't believe the gorilla wasn't coming for him. <laughs> oh, fucking hell! This guy's scarred for life. Ah, oh, but yeah. So he, um, they took him down with this. Like, well, this, I don't think I'd ever be fooled by a man in a gorilla costume. <laughs> Especially back then, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have even been a very good one. Exactly. It's not like you've got Andy Circus or whatever his name is, fucking twatting about, thinking he's the best actor ever. I mean, just pays animals all the fucking time. Get sick of that guy. Anyway, um, I wonder who they chucked in the. Must have been like the Apprentice getting the gorilla suit, mate. Yeah. Do they have Apprentice? Please. <laughs> oh, it's probably the new guy. Oh yeah, hazing him. Get in the gorilla suit. You have to wear it for a week before we go as well. <laughs> get get in the gorilla suit. Get in the crate. Oh, guys, come on. No, no, no. We're, we're, this is serious. No, like, you always do this. No, no, get in the crate. We're going to bust a Mexican. What? And to get used to the role, you've got to throw your shit around for a bit. Okay. It does remind me, there is a, um, there's an episode of The Mighty Boosh where Bolo's sick, so they get Howard to dress in, in a really bad gorilla costume. And uh, because the, the person who sponsors the the gorillas coming to see him or something um and he starts talking about how he was a method actor and stuff he didn't have to throw his shit at him <laughs> um i think i'd prefer a little monkey than a gorilla what the fuck are you gonna do with the gorilla i mean it was for a zoo he's just asking for trouble i think i'd have a little monkey one that I could keep on my shoulder you know like that fellow in indiana jones oh i thought you were gonna say like uh, marcel in friends Nah, the monkey and he yeah. picks the date up and the monkey eats the date. Yeah. Oh, bless him. But that monkey is evil. <laughs> yeah, I'd train him to be evil. Oh, fair enough then. I'd take, say, here's my mobile phone, get a few upskirts for me. Cheers, mate. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> is that evil? Is that even illegal? Don't even know anymore. It's definitely illegal. <laughs> that, that fucking monkey, he's done it again. I don't know where he'll learn that. Why does he keep bringing the Why does he keep bringing the pictures to me? Yeah. Anyway, I'll I'll delete them later. Don't worry. <laughs> to the cloud. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of of uh, crimes against humanity, do you see Vin Diesel's unveiled his debut single? <laughs> do you know what I heard a little bit of it when I put the radio on this morning, and I I didn't know who it was at first. I just like it's the fact that it's an a pop E N E D M song. Oh man! I'm is good. he out? He's out of the Fast and Furious franchise now, is he? Is he looking for other work? Well, I, yeah, I think they've moved. Have they moved on from him? They got like The Rock and John Cena on that now, don't they? They don't need him anymore. I need him. I need him. Apparently, they just need ex wrestlers. Um, but Finn Diesel, anyway, 
then what is he good for? Like, like fair play to the man. He's got a career, but he's done very well. But I've never seen him in anything good. And that, I don't think I've seen him in anything. That thing with him and Paul Walker. Oh, fucking it. Who gave... Like, oh, when people go on about how tragic it was about Paul Walker's death or whatever, don't go twatting about in a car then, you cunt. <laughs> oh, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Losing the Paul Walker fans there. Jesus. Um, I don't know what Vin Diesel films I've seen. If I've seen any. Has he... What's he been in? You... I don't know. Um, wasn't he... He was in that... What? Uh, you, this is where we get punished because we're not very good on films um he was you speak for yourself i know my movies yeah uh he was in guardians of the galaxy <laughs> oh of course but he was Groot. so yeah, he's not doing anything about it. uh fast and furious fast and furious triple x fast and furious fast and furious uh, yeah a lot of fast and furious or guardians of the galaxy based work i'm seeing here was he in some sort of comedy that I've seen, maybe? Uh, I feel like he would have been... He was in Riddick. No. Uh, um, yeah, a lot of Fast and Furious work. Do you know that I used to work with a fellow who had a triple X tattoo? I don't even know what that would be. Well, picture the movie. Triple X. Boom. Get that tattooed on your back of your neck. What, the three X's? Yeah, boy. That's not good, is it? Must regret it. Must regret it. Nobody loves that film that much. Yeah, that is really, really bad. <laughs> I, I mean, I just feel sorry for him. <laughs> well, you know, each to their own. You're still looking at Vin Diesel films. I am, but I can't see anything that I've seen. Um, <laughs> so he might be the finest actor we've ever seen. Possibly the finest actor of all time. I've just not appreciated his work. Um. I really hope he's a lovely guy because, you know, then he's deserved that money. Um, I've never heard any Me Too stories of pain. Then, I mean, that's a low bar, isn't it? That's 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 where we're setting things. I, I haven't heard he's <coughs> sexually assaulted anyone. What a good man. <laughs> Walking pastoral. In this day and age, it seems not too much. Did you see Ellen's apology? Uh, was it weak? wasn't really much of an apology but yeah people weren't happy because she made jokes but i was like come on she is a comedian she's gonna chuck a few jokes in there i mean comedians a bit generous isn't it hey she was back in the day come on and um <laughs> i'm just gonna let you carry on this one she and then she was just like yeah yeah sorting the problems you know people were like oh you're that meant to be that be kind to everyone person but you know sometimes i'm angry sometimes i'm upset i'm a human being that's reasonable but like, and then she said something about get all the blacks out of the country and i was like oh i don't agree with that ellen that's strong yeah that's being kind to everyone is it no. inclusive then send, send the immigrants home i think was the, the the big phrase that i took from it apart from my cleaners and my gardeners <laughs> i love how it started off as did you see ellen's apology and then it's become uh, imagine how racist ellen really is <laughs> <laughs> she's a lovely lady really I don't know. Who knows? We don't. Know. Um, George, did you see big political news this week? Which big political news? Is a it? little bit of politics. Ben Elton Stiley. <laughs> There's a reference uh, nobody's getting, but okay. Your old mate Lawrence Fox. Foxy. Uh, what's he up to? He's starting his own party. Man's an absolute knobhead, <laughs> isn't 
Oh, I thought you'd be pleased. Is he getting Farage in with him? Well, it, this I can't remember. I don't know if they got a name yet, but they're calling it the new UKIP for culture. Whatever that means. I mean, that they're two opposite strands there, aren't they? UKIP and culture. Well, Foxy can do it all. Well, Lawrence Fox saying you might want to look into that and sign up early, get in their early doors. I'm I may well look into this, and um, what a dickhead, honestly. <laughs> he has had some bad news, though. You know, he's uh, set up his record label and stuff. Yeah, and has it gone wrong? Fox Cub Records recently lost 90,000 and is heading for the ground. Yeah. So that's a quote, that is, heading for the ground. He's <laughs> uh, thinking, I've lost a shitload of money on that. Let's start a political party, which is only going to go badly wrong for me. You know what I considered uh, this week? Starting your own political party? No, no. Remember, I'm going to start my own cult. That that was my thing, but not yet because you know we know how it ends. I want a bit of time before then. Um, but do you remember when we used to comment on the Daily Mail's <laughs> um, uh, website? Yeah. I thought about starting that up again. No. But. We can do it from our account um, and we can have a, a persona because the 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 um, account is be obviously the be there with Belson email that everyone should be using. Oh, they will be using it now. They'll be signing up to the Daily Mail. Well, I think once we get <laughs> there's no point. You have to have like a password. That's the whole point of it. <laughs> but we can we could have our own character on there. So have some fun with them. Well, you banned so many times from that. Yeah, I used to use two or three emails because they banned me a couple of times. But I feel like I'm better off not reading their stories half the time. <sighs> I know, but uh, that's a very, uh, also a very valid point. Um, why did you get banned from the Daily Mail website? I don't even know. Like some of the comments on there are outrageous. Mine were never that bad. Yours were always in jest, but yeah. they, uh, I mean the one I, I the one I remember was that. You once told me that you will always get banned if you suggest One Direction of fingering young girls. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Didn't like that one bit. I mean, I didn't have any evidence for it, but come on. I, uh, uh, you know, I watched something else this week on the old Netflix. I watched uh, A Coach's Rules for Life. Have you seen this? Is it the coach Jonathan Coachman? It is not the coach Jonathan Coachman. I've got a question. Why isn't Netflix working? Is it working for you, okay? Or just our end? It was working for me fine yesterday. Okay, carry on. Um, <laughs> sharing accounts, anybody? <laughs> yeah, what of it? Um, but I thought you'd definitely enjoy the first episode. It's Doc Rivers is the first episode. Well, I like a bit of Doc Rivers. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, he talks about this community feeling for the team that he gets. He gets them all together and stuff, and they use this African word, which I can't remember. Uh, and then there's a bit of story about when his dad died, and he had to he had to go off. He told him, I'm not going to be there. Hopefully, I'll be back for the next game. Uh, I've got to take care of some stuff. My dad died. And then it was just like a regular season game. And then when they won, they scored right at the end they won and he said basically they were just watched it and they were just all in this like in the center going mad like they won the championship and that was all for him and he what? got he got a message from 
one of the players, I can't remember, it might have been Paul Pierce or somebody that just said, I'm sad when you're sad, coach. Oh, I bet it was Paul Pierce. It sounds like it would be the answer. Because <laughs> that was <laughs> Um, was the African word Hakuna Matata? Yes, possibly. Um, that there's means also... no worries. <laughs> it does. There's also um, on there the American women's football coach who turns out was born in England. Um, her mum is Scottish, her dad's English, so that's interesting. Uh, and Jose Mourinho. Um, God, that was like tosspot. Well, when I watched it, I remembered how much I used to like him. Now he's a miserable old bastard. Yeah. I mean, even in this interview, they're like, it starts off with, so can you tell us about um, your influences in your young life that uh, that made you into the person you are? I don't want to speak about this. <laughs> so that's, just, that's the start of it. It's just him telling him he's not going to answer these questions. They should have just stopped it right there and then. We'll move on, thanks. But he does tell the the story about how um, playing Bayern Munich in the Champions League after Chelsea knocked out Barcelona, but he, he basically called them cheats and said that Rijkaard was uh, chatting to the ref and all that, and they banned him. And I knew roughly the story, but what he did was he went to the stadium before anybody else was there and hid in the changing room <laughs> and then listened to it on the radio uh, and they were doing well, but then UEFA were looking for him. And so when they came to the dressing room, the only thing that was there was like a laundry thing. It was a metal laundry box. So he hid in there. The kit man panicked and locked him in because <laughs> he thought they might still open it. So he locked it and then wheeled him to the laundry. <laughs> and he said, it was, only, it was only probably a few minutes, but it felt like hours being locked in a box. <laughs> He is a grown man. He is a grown adult. What is he doing with his life? But it's interesting because he talks about fam. It's all. It seems like all these people, like they consider the players their family and and the bonds that they develop with them. It's really interesting. Uh, I haven't watched the final one. The final one's I think uh, a U.S. women's basketball um, coach. I haven't seen uh, that. I would only watch the Doc Rivers one and not any others. It was a. The American women's football one reminded me how annoying they were in that World Cup. That one where they beat uh, Thailand, was it 11-0 or something? And you're just like, do you remember this? I remember something. There was goals. I don't really watch women's football. I don't agree with it. Basically, they got a load of criticism for over-celebrating every goal, despite the fact that they were just basically beating up a small team. Um, And they were being described as bullies and stuff like that. But then... They played us in the semi-final, and Alex, I think it was Alex Morgan, did that little tea celebration. I thought, oh, yeah, I forgot how much that annoyed me. <laughs> a bit backwards, isn't it? Yeah, well. Yeah. Um, if I am to become LeBron James for a week, I wouldn't mind it becoming this coming week when he's in the NBA finals. So, fingers crossed that happens for me. I mean, I don't want you to be LeBron James in this uh, this week because I want them to win. <laughs> Oh, big fan of their work. I think it's the the, the year they, they need to win it, isn't it? For Kobe. For Kobe. I mean, I'm pretty sure they will, but <laughs> you know, it's nice for the Heat to get there. Yeah, and LeBron was being LeBron with um, just not over-celebrating the, the, the win. We've got bigger fish to fry, stuff yeah. like that. What should be done? With... Uh, 
Mamba mentality. All about Mamba mentality. Um, here's a question. Did mm. you see? It's not a question. What do you think about Joaquin Phoenix naming his son River? Oh, a nice little tribute to his brother. What a lovely gesture. Hopefully he doesn't drown. <laughs> it would be awkward, wouldn't it? Is that what happened to River? No. Okay. Got COVID like, outside the Viper Room, very famously. Oh, yeah. Who drowned? Was that just because the word rivers confused me with water? Possibly. Did they lose a, a, a sibling very young? Maybe. Oh, God. This, I don't know. But no. if you... Oh, no. We do not know, and we shouldn't guess at how people die. No, we shouldn't, no. But that phoenix certainly didn't rise from the ashes. That's no. That's all we know. Um, do you want, I've got a couple of uh, Instagrammers for you. Oh, always interesting. It's obviously National Treasure Holly Willoughby. Yeah. So she was wearing some sort of dress the other day, and Gobo101 said, my man has this dress, and then corrected herself, Man. Oh. <laughs> it was actually her nan who had that dress. I thought it was going to be northern and say man. Nope. Um, so today she's wearing some uh, a leather skirt. Oh, uh, hang on. Was this on the show? Yep. Racy on a Friday. No, it's not Friday today. It's Monday. <laughs> that is a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, you're well off there. <laughs> Uh, we're going to be late for football. Um, so the leather skirt, Big Drizzy Seven, he's replied saying, love the leather skirt, the top and boots. Very sexy. Dot, dot, dot. Sexy. Pretty cute. <laughs> can I get a date sometime? Lol. Hashtag eye candy. Full stop. Love Christ. <laughs> covering I, everything. I love the finish. He's covering <laughs> everything there, old Big Drizzy. He's covered it all. Peter Lynch, 63, not sure about the bare knees. Lovely outfit, all the same. Not oh. a fan of bare knees. Oh, he's got some replies there. Freddie Daniels has piped up. Give it a rest, Peter. <laughs> Alea underscore HX says, what it got to do with you, FFS? Well. He's not happy. And then Rebecca Florence Smith said, is this in capitals? Okay, sorry. Have you gone fucking mad? Wow. That is a massive reaction. <laughs> you fucking mad, Peter Lynch doesn't like bare knees. Have you gone fucking mad, Peter? What, what? I mean, I mean, what? Knees aren't a thing anyway, are they? Like knees, knees aren't a thing. Knees. I mean, nobody's knees look great. They're knees. Like for a start, they've got a kneecap. It's like, it's just. A, but a for lot of- to be that upset about somebody else not not thinking <laughs> you should have bare knees is just. Oh, wow. You worry about people, don't you? A lot of people commenting saying, it looks like you have a love heart in your knees. Oh, how sweet. Yeah, but would you fucking comment that? Uh, no, but then I'm not on Holly Willigram's Instagram. <laughs> you called her Holly Willigram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a bad day today, aren't I? Oh, this Friday's not going well for you. Hey, shut up, dickhead. Um, right. Shall I give you some answers for a question? Because <laughs> oh. literally me reading out and I can do that. <laughs> well, we've seen it go wrong before, but try. Well, what I will say is I think we made last week's question a bit too convoluted because uh, our answers are limited. <laughs> it's a good word, though. Well done. Thank you. 
Well, limited. <laughs> yeah. Limited, limitless, Bradley Cooper. There you go. Uh, you could have gone one or two ways on that. Anyway, um, so last week we asked you if you could go back in time and experience a film, TV series, album or live experience for the first time again, what would it be and why? That was basically the question, wasn't it? But it was so long to write and people, I just don't think, had. I think it just confused people. Anyway, so Jackie was the first answer. She said, I think you know my answer. I believe it's going to be something about George Michael. I don't know. Oh, okay. She's a big George Michael fan. It's come up before. Okay. First time she fucked George Michael. Good old, good old Marcus always gives us an answer. Uh, first time I saw Book of Mormon. There you go. Wow. Ever seen that? No, you? No. Meant to be good, doesn't it? Yeah. But theatre is dead now, so we'll never see it. Oh, that's a shame. Um, Rick said, uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners or Ian Jury live at U- UEA Common Room. So he's um. gone back there. He's gone back in time. But, uh, I mean, in the common room, that was a small gigs, weren't they? He may have been hit with a rhythm stick in there, so small. Yeah, maybe more than one. Uh, Lily went with uh, what she wrote was Glasto 2017. One big dreamy blur. Ah, magical <laughs> I memories. I don't know if she wants to go back and experience that dreamy blur again, or if she wants to try and remember it a bit better. Yeah, maybe a little bit better, but. Still fun though. So uh, Anna, who you asked a question last week, and I told you she listened, so she has answered. So you remember what? I, uh, There's no chance of me remembering. Last week, um, it was about who you wanted to live as for a week, wasn't it? Yes. And she said, Joe Orway. Joe DiMaggio. And he was, uh, what's his name? Taylor Swift's boyfriend. She wanted to be Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Do you remember? Oh what, yeah. What question you asked? Probably about fucking. Was it about fucking? Yeah. So, so she was. So she wants to fuck Taylor Swift for a week, does she? And I said you could ask her, and you said, do you want to fuck Taylor Swift? Her answer was yes. Oh, <laughs> well done, her. So, this week's answers. Um, when she was in primary school, her her primary school booked out the whole cinema. For the first Harry Potter film. Wow, exciting. Or her first concert, which was Panic at the Disco. Oh, I don't like either option. I'll probably go for Harry Potter so I can sleep through it. Um, and last one, previously mentioned Big Al, who sent me this about an hour before we started recording. The first time I saw Judge fucking Judy on TV. No. Oh. Yeah, so he said... A late entry for your question, but I want to re- relive Tea in the Park 2009. I got so horrendously drunk that when Beyonce was playing, I started crying because I loved it so much. <laughs> experience her sober. <laughs> oh, God. Can't imagine crying at Beyonce. I should imagine quite a lot of girls cried. Oh, yeah. I remember at Glastow there were some uh, emotional people there. Yeah. That's the only live performance I've seen of her. That's the only reference point I have. Fair enough. Um, did you have an answer for this? Uh, wait, I've got one or... Oh, yes, three. you do. Oh, sorry. 
Matthew has contributed. So he's gone with the first time he tried Dr. Pepper or Cherry Coke. It's a biggie. It's a biggie. I mean, um, <laughs> we're counting that as a live experience. Well, he was alive. Um, first time he saw Independence Day. Oh. Or, last one, when Farnborough drew Arsenal in the FA Cup. Not even the match. He's gone for the moment. They were drawn out of the hat. His two teams coming together, which he probably thought he'd never witnessed in his life. That's a good is, one. That is something, yeah. Um, go on then. What, what did you have? I've struggled to narrow this down a bit, but I'll, I'll, I'll run through a few answers. When... Oh, God. Um, when you got a couple, because I don't want to go too over the board. Over the board is not a phrase. Um, you know when Arsenal were good? Yeah. <laughs> when we didn't lose a game all season. And I, re- I remember it, and it was great. But I didn't cherish it enough because I just thought this will stay like this forever and we'll never lose a game and we'll always be great. Now, looking back, I really wish I'd cherished it a little bit more. I thought you were going to say you were just so worried that they'd lose every game. I didn't think we'd ever lose. And we wouldn't have, thanks to Mike Wiley screwed us against Man United. Anyway, um, <laughs> or when I, how about when I first saw Woody Allen's Take the Money and Run? I know he's a controversial figure, but I love that film. And I thought... This is great. And now I'm going to watch Woody Allen films as much as I can. But you struggle to find them on streaming services. Because <laughs> he's problematic, apparently. He hasn't done anything wrong. He's innocent. Free Woody Allen. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not, I'm not joining in on the he's done nothing wrong. You uh, can't help who you fall in love with. No. You can not act on it. Here <laughs> <laughs> you go. Um, so I had a few. Uh, I think mine are all going to be like music based because I think like because we had like TV series and stuff. But um, if I was going to go back on TV series, like, I I Breaking Bad, I think was pretty much all out by the time I started watching it. So I didn't have that thing of like waiting. I'm, I'd probably go back and say to myself, don't bother with the last series of uh, Game of Thrones <laughs> um, or Walking Dead, don't get too invested. It's going to get really shit. Fucking hell, it's terrible now. Um, but in terms of music, uh, I would say the first time I took you to see The Cribs, I thought I think that was a, a really good experience and it's something that has led on to many other things. Many other times seeing them, to be honest. Um, I would say when I saw Stevie Wonder in the park, because I know we said you were laughing at the Beyonce thing, but I definitely cried then. Yeah. Uh, and I would say when I went to see um, Brian Wilson with Bob, um, I think that was, I can't actually remember where that was, but um, just because I didn't think I'd see him because of all his um, mental health issues. <laughs> um, and he played a lot of the classic Beach Boy songs and I had a deep chat with Dad about what he wanted at his funeral which was uh, a little bit Um, If Brian Wilson hadn't played the Beach Boy stuff I would have been fucking fuming I mean it was was doing the Smile album so it was uh, the album that didn't get released originally and then he did like the classics after that Is he dead now? He's not dead now, no Right, next week's question. So, next week's question is going to be... What is next week's question? Something about 
prizes or competitions you've won. Oh, yeah. So if you've won any prize or competition, let big us Big or small, big or small. We're not we're not looking for massive wins here, but uh, I mean, if you have won something huge, that would be interesting as well. I've but, got a good one. I've got a good one ready for next week already because I thought of it earlier. Ah, interesting. Well, I've got one that I always go to with with this sort of thing uh, for a slightly strange thing I won once. So, uh, and it has a little story attached to it. So I will tell you that as well. Biggest game in the village. He's won it again. Um, on my one of my things that I go back to was. The, the cribs i listened to a podcast called 20 you listen to another podcast scandal i can't listen to us <laughs> you don't listen to us <laughs> well, cancel them whoever these people are cancel them anyway make up something about them it was 22 grand pod which is um like this is a lot about they get a lot of bands from an era that i was very into music on um, remember that song 22 grand job that's the people that are doing it who did the version with that? Lethal Bizzle, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Was it the Rakes, was it? I think so. I'm going to have a look for that after. 22 grand job in the city, that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think it's one of them that, that, or two of them that host it. Um, and on this episode, they were talking to a couple of people from the Long Blondes. But what came out was, they said a couple of running themes throughout this is something and then they said the other one is that the cribs are the nicest guys in rock Good so every every story every time they have someone on and they mention them they're like oh yeah such great guys and so yeah and i thought that's a band i really love and it's nice to hear that they're good people as well that's validation for us so we need that right now and they're coming back which is big news for Can us we, yeah <laughs> 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 I had to throw that in at the end there. So I just thought I'd let you know that. Thank you very much. I was going to say, what else have you got for us? I'm going to quiz you on a topical matter. Can you get the theme? Should I tell you the theme or you guess the theme? No, don't tell me the theme because then I'll probably, it'll help yeah. me get the answers. Yeah, that's good. Bonus point for the theme. So I'll just do, I'll do the exact voice of the person with a quote and then you just tell me the celebrity. Well, impressions. Oh, yeah. And it is going to be it's going to get pretty awkward pretty fast. So hold on to your belt buckles, if that's your phrase. <clears throat> Number one. <laughs> that's spot on. I mean, that's spot on. What? <laughs> what did you say? said rolling rat. <laughs> Not fucking rolling rat. Listen again. Yeah. <laughs> Are you being a person? What is this? Yes, I'm being a person. Oh, oh, your mum's a fat slag. <laughs> ah, right, I see what you're doing now. Uh, it's Jimmy Carr. That is awful. Jimmy Carr, spot on, as was the impression. This one's going to be a tricky one without knowing the... Uh... Anyway, uh, second one. And it's going to be an accent. Here it comes. It's coming through me. He's coming through me. Oh, don't say that. Um... Hey, forget about it. Look at my abs. Forget about it. Look at these abs. Uh, look at these I could abs. give you more of a clue. I think I'll give you more. Hey, forget about it. We're in Jersey. Look at oh, my... Whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Um, <laughs> it's, one of, it's somebody from Jersey Shore. Um, is it... Well, I'm going to have to work my way through them now. 
Um, if you know them all, I'll be fucking impressed and disappointed. Is it the situation? It is the situation, the famous one. <laughs> you know who else I could think of? Actually, do you, so. Um, Ronnie. Ronnie, big fella. Vinny. And Paulie. DJ Paulie. Remember, no. remember when Vinny? No, Ronnie knocked out that dude. I think that sort of thing happened quite a lot, didn't it? He was a big fella. So, remember the names, are you, for the uh, the Yeah. What's linking these people? Number three. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. This isn't going to come out well at all. Hey, Fred. Sure is great to be your neighbour, Fred. All right. That's Barney Rubble. Yes, it's Barney Rubble. But I'm looking for the actor. Oh. Um. Oh. It was the guy from Ghostbusters, right? Um, no? No, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, I don't really remember. You can picture the film, though. Who played Goodman was the... Yeah. Film. Yeah. Um, was it one of the Baldwins? It was! Um, not Alec. It's not Alec. Um, He's got to do. Billy. Oh... It was Stephen Baldwin. Oh. I hope it was, anyway. <laughs> huh? What is this theme? Well, Hang remember, on. it's topical as well. Uh, I'm right, I'm going to write things down, so. Oh, number four. God, here comes the American accent again. Fucking hell. It's probably going to be the same as the situation. I, voice. Oh, I've already forgotten what number three. Oh, this is number four. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be the situation <laughs> doing a piece. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Why don't we take all these bricks and build a shelter for the homeless so maybe your mother will have some place to stay? Worst accent I've ever heard of this. That person. is awful. Um, is it? Oh, no. So it's one of two, but I'm trying to remember. It's um Woody Harson, right? Oh, yes. It's... Damn it. Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Ah. I was going to go that originally, but I thought he can do a better black accent than that. <laughs> A black accent. They didn't all talk the same. Last one is here we go. Oh no, I've, the answer's in the the phrase here. I'll just <laughs> don't <change> say it. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely fantastic. That's Gary Barlow, was Gary it? Gary Barlow, Gary Barlow, an easy one there. Ah. So what links these people, and what you know, what's topical right now? Um, I, huh? They're not these people. Their names. No, these people. These people. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> um, it's tax avoidance. <laughs> it's tax avoidance. He's won it. He's won the prize. How I, did you get it? How did I get it? What were the big ones for you there? Um, when when we realised, I well, I didn't know about uh, Stephen Baldwin. I didn't know about him. I didn't know about the situation, but I knew he'd been to prison. <laughs> yeah, he went to prison for it. What a tip. Um, and then, obviously, Wesley Snipes and Gary Barlow and Jimmy Carr, I knew about their tax avoidance. Is this because Donald Trump doesn't pay any tax? Hey, he paid $750 that year. So <laughs> There were several years where he paid nothing, though. <laughs> yeah, he's troublesome, isn't he? <laughs> the best thing about it was people defending it, saying... Well, you know, because uh, he he did this, and he like with that, it meant he didn't have to, and he offset losses against it. And suddenly went, 
yeah, well, that's all well and good, but didn't he conceal those losses to get the loans off banks? Isn't that fraud? <laughs> <laughs> so, way, there is a problem. And he's paying his daughter as a consultant when she's actually already a member of staff. So, just he paying us shitloads of money. Now, how much do you pay that hairdresser? Like 55 grand or something? He is. That guy is emperor new, Emperor's New Clothing him, isn't he? <laughs> oh, no, to be fair, that, that guy is working very hard to maintain something up there. But I did see uh, somebody say, I want to know where where that straight male hairdresser is that, that does that hair, because there is no way a gay man would, <laughs> would make a mess like that. <laughs> he wouldn't let a gay man touch him, would he? The fucking arsehole. Um, he wouldn't let a gay man touch his fucking arsehole. No. He let him put it in his mouth. Um, old McSweeney again was uh, oh. checking something Joe Biden apparently said. I thought, well, you've, you've picked your side, you're an arsehole. Um, so well, down with Trump. Also, his fact checking, everything he says gets fact checked and be proven to be false. <laughs> so, yeah, getting some uh, debates happening soon. That'd be interesting. I, I did see something that said um, uh, 44% of uh, people thought that Donald Trump won the first debate, despite the fact it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, he wants old Biden drug tested as well, doesn't he? Jeez. He's the the talk. He's on the old speed, isn't he? Yeah, he's off his tits and that. Isn't that? Oh, they, they, I mean, it's going to be a shit show, whoever gets in. Biden takes Gaviscon or something. That's about it, poor fella. Maybe the old Viagra. Oh, he did shouldn't have Viagra when he's stroking women's hair like he does. Chill out, Joe. Did you see him talking to, I think it was like the, um, it was some sort of military thing. This is my new favourite Joe Biden thing. So he said about uh, people questioning his judgment and he said, uh, well, people shouldn't. Like, I married, like I think his, his wife's name's Jill or something like that. Firstly, I married Jill. Secondly, I put some fella in char- like in, in command of these forces and then uh, like that nobody says anything he's like well clap you stupid bastards <laughs> I was like oh brilliant love it <laughs> presidential material like this yep standing there calling soldiers stupid bastards <laughs> i back that right music time music time right uh shall i go first sounds like you can well you gave me I've already forgot. Janelle Monet, was it? Yep. Um, which I spelled wrong when I wrote it down because I spelled it like the uh, painter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're related. No. Uh, with uh, Wonderland, which I also spelled wrong, but that's not my fault. She spells it wrong. Um, I don't know what this is. Lovely tea just swilling that around, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that was coming across. Um, I don't know what this was. But I like it. Mm. It's it's odd. It's certainly different, isn't it? I do like it though. Um, it took me a couple of listens, but I uh, there's the chorus especially is. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say catchy. I wouldn't even say catchy. It's, I don't <laughs> know. I just don't. Like <laughs> just confused by it, but you don't hate it. I don't hate it. And then you gave me Salt and Pepper Tramp, which is old school <laughs> as as you can get, really, isn't it? Um, also, oh. Gender don't really come out well from this, do they? Well, 
they were ahead of their time. They knew men were trash back then, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, you've played it safe a little bit there. You've gone old school hip hop for me. <laughs> Talking of playing it safe, you gave me Frank Turner. I did. But I gave, if it was for a reason. Was it? The Challenger disaster. That's what oh, it It's a nice song. Not in my top ten of his, though. Okay. I don't know what their top ten are, but I know that's not in there. Okay. That's and, that is, and that's final. I will not be swayed on that, so don't try and sway me. I'm not trying to sway you. Okay, and something I can't read, Illuminati Hotties, which I did just write down moments ago. I want to keep your dog. <laughs> it's, a nice, it's, it's a nice dog anthem, I thought. Good not, advert for dogs. Nothing not to like, really. It's nice. Why wouldn't you want to keep a dog? Yeah, I mean... I'm assuming what's happened if they've broken up, she wants the dog. I'm not... Yeah, essentially. But it's the other person's dog. But it's, it seems to be a story about I prefer the dog to you. So trouble with breakups. That situation. Trouble with breakups. See, it's always the dogs that suffer. Yeah, that is very true. Um, is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I've got I've got a couple for you this week, um, and so I've gone slightly older. I've gone. I think it was like her birthday recently, um, or it might have been the anniversary of her death. I'm not sure. Oh, Judy Garland, Amy Winehouse. Oh, and obviously I think. Most people know the Back to Black album, so I didn't want to take something from there. Uh, I've got it down to two, and I don't know which one to go for. Um, oh. I'm going to go Fuck Me Pumps. Uh, do you know this? It's I from not. It's from the album Frank, which was the first one, which turns out was out in 2003. That's a little bit scary, isn't it? I'm not scared of 2003. Good year. All right. Um, and the other one is, do you remember the Supernaturals? Supernaturals. Do you remember the song Smile? You that got used for loads of things. Yep, I know that one. Yeah. So they were a band that essentially were much better than being remembered for one song, I think. Peculiarly British, that kind of British sense of humour, slightly odd, quirky lyrics. I've gone with and that's why. So you gotta to listen to the lyrics of this one. I remember that. Lyrics. Listen to words. Listen to words. Um, so I've gone with a nice, simple one for you. It's called Idiot. Noted. Is that a subliminal message towards me? Rude? Uh, no. Okay, then. Um, Tell me what you want. Two hip-hop duos for you. Run the Jewels. Couldn't say it. Run the Jewels. He's got cramp in his foot. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Sorry. Oh, that is brilliant. Uh, I, I really wish this was, you know, how we say we're not a we're not a video podcast. I really wish people could see how much pain you are from cramping. <laughs> oh, my foot's gone. That really hurt. Run the jewels. Ooh la la. Okay. And outcast. Spotty oppy. <laughs> Dopalicious. Good luck writing that down. Spelling uh, not your forte. That's not a word. So. <laughs> really not. Okay. Um. Well done for saying that. So one thing that we've talked before we started uh, about introducing now is for the listeners to get involved with the with the recommendations because we do have the, the all the recommendations go onto our Spotify pl- uh, playlist, so you can check them out there. 
and try and listen through them or just pick out your favourites because trying to listen through it is just mental. That will send you insane. But we're going to be starting up a listener recommends. Be there with us and listeners recommendations. So we want you to give us your favourite songs do we want? Ooh, just something you think we like or they like or yeah, yeah something you think we should listen to maybe um yeah. but whatever something along those lines either your favorite song something you think we should hear or something you think we'd enjoy um and we'll we'll add that in and we'll work our way through them and it means slightly more work for us and seeing as you forgot to listen to them before, until well, our first aborted attempt at recording today Whoopsie. Um, despite the fact that you told me you were so well prepared um anyway so yeah that'll be a new thing we're starting up i'll put that out you can put that out on the social instagrammy stuff as well <laughs> social instagram stuff i don't know why i said it like um anyway so you've got nothing else have you no do need to be though so thanks for that um so everybody if you want to follow us you can follow us at and you just like you, you, what is that you just you're looks like you're yawning at me i didn't know what you're gonna say the at what i mean wh- where twitter there with belson instagram be there with belson email us please email us at be the word belson at gmail.com the last ketchup podcast thanks for the email we'll be back in touch and uh yeah any more did i say any more uh yeah i think that's all the last time you told them if you saw us on the street follow us there which thankfully nothing hasn't happened as far as we're aware but uh if you do see us on the street come up two meters away and say hello uh, <laughs> or you know if you've got your mask on we're okay if you want masks i've still got a few kicking around um but thank you once again for listening to us ramble around about pointless shit Hopefully, we've brightened your life up a little bit in these dark, dark times. Oh, God. Not that uh, dark. Come on. Maybe you literally told me earlier that you couldn't write the national anthem because the country was so shit. I just want the world to end now. And well, fuck it, mate. It's over. Uh, anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, I will talk to you next week. And who knows how he's going to end this. I'll tell you I'm going to end it. I'll pass it over to singer-songwriter Gary Barlow. I thought that podcast was absolutely fantastic. Join us. I've lost it. Lloyd Grossman's coming in. Join us next to who lives in a house like this. We'll be there with Belson. You'll be there with Belson. I thought, wait, I'm back. Barley's back. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. I want to come back next week because I want you back for good. Gary Barlow out. Peace. Fuck you, Williams. Gary Barlow doesn't <laughs> like it. I like Mark Owen, though. He's nice. <laughs>